Welcome to Weekly Homilies. Each week we present a homily by Father Mark Suslanko, pastor of the community of Saints Isidore and Maria in beautiful Glastonbury, Connecticut. These are introduced by myself, Jonathan Sozek, director of our community's Faith Formation Office. For more about Father Mark and the life of our community, please head over to isadoreandmaria.org. Today, we present Season 1, Episode 25 of this podcast. We will hear Father Mark's homily from September 9th, 2018, the 23rd Sunday in Ordinary Time, for Year B. The Gospel for this week is Mark, Chapter 7, Verses 31 through 37. Let us now listen to that reading, then hear Father Mark's response. A reading from the Gospel of Mark. Again, Jesus left the district of Tyre and went by way of Sidon to the Sea of Galilee into the district of the Decapolis. And people brought to him a deaf man who had a speech impediment and begged him to lay his hand on him. He took him off by himself away from the crowd. He put his finger into the man's ears and spitting touched his tongue. Then he looked up to heaven and groaned, and said to him, Epphatha, that is, be opened. And immediately the man's ears were opened. His speech impediment was removed, and he spoke plainly. He ordered them not to tell anyone. But the more he ordered them not to, the more they proclaimed it. They were exceedingly astonished. And they said, He has done all things well. He makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. The Gospel of the Lord. As human beings, there is one thing for certain as we journey through life, and that is this. At some point, usually very on, we realize that life will hurt us. Life will hurt us. We will confront the imperfection and even the ugliness of life, and it can touch us and will touch us on a very profound and deep level. Maybe some of us can even begin to recall some memories of our early hurts when we bumped up against life's imperfection and even its sinfulness. Some of us may have felt betrayal of our trust. Some of us may have been rejected when we extended a hand of friendship. Maybe we were hurt and wounded in other ways. But all of those disappointments, those pains, and those hurts stay within and are within us. Each one of us has a place where we can touch those very sensitive pains, weaknesses, imperfections that lay deep within us. There is within every human being this inner child crying out, wanting to regain again the innocence that was once lost. In the midst of the complexities of life, there is this desire, even in those oldest among us, 
for playfulness and lightness again. Our souls, our inner selves, really long for that peace where all is well and all is safe. But we live in a world that convinces us daily that it's not always well and not always safe. And so what do we do with this inner child within, these inner places in the crevices of our soul, where we carry our past hurts and disappointments, our fears, our misgivings, our wounds, our brokenness? What do we do with that place? For some people, it hurts too much to go there. The wounds are too deep. And so they wall it off, pretend it doesn't exist, and go about the business of their life as best they can. Some people carry their inner fears, their anxieties, and their pains with them always. We meet folks every day who just appear and seem to be angry. People who walk around feeling profoundly sad. People who feel unworthy or unloved or as if there is no really place, real place for them to find that well-being and peace. In all of these cases, it is that inner child within that is coming out and being voiced, those painful memories of the past that still lure and haunt. And so as people of faith, What are we to do with our inner selves? How do we begin to seek healing and wholeness? How do we find our place along the journey of life? In our baptismal rite, after the person or the baby is baptized, there's a very beautiful prayer that is based on what we heard in today's Gospel where the celebrant will touch the ears of the child or the adult and say, may your ears soon receive God's word and may your mouth proclaim his faith to the praise and glory of God the Father. May the Lord touch your ears to receive his word and your mouth to proclaim his faith to the praise and glory of God the Father. As Christians and as believers, we have to realize one very profound thing about our faith. It is that God's word is not just something that's written in a sacred book and put away somewhere. God's word is God himself. And so when we invite the Lord into our very being, into our hearing sensibilities, we're inviting, we're inviting in not something that we just simply read, but we're inviting in this dynamic presence who so much wants to heal that brokenness within, 
to make right what went wrong and to bring us to a greater place of wholeness, realizing that we won't participate fully in that until we're one with God in heaven someday. But it is achievable to some extent as we travel this road of life. And so the Lord wants to break into our pain. He wants to break into that inner child and heal those wounds. You know, St. Paul gives us some profound advice on every page of his writing, but the one that is perennial, that sticks most in our minds, I'm sure, is his teaching on the three major virtues of faith, hope, and love. You see, as we look at our woundedness, as we look at our pain, as we look at the ugliness of life sometimes and the hurt that can easily be bestowed upon us and others, we realize that in order to deal with that stuff, we need help. We need someone to journey with us and bring us what we so desperately desire. And that someone doesn't have a small S, has a capital S, and is God. Only he and his presence can assure us that we are not here alone, that we are journeying with the one who created us, who is with us, not creating once just in the past, but recreating and recreating every day of our lives. And the one beauty one of many beauties of our faith is to realize that there is no dead end tomorrow. That there is, even in the darkest corners of life, hope. But it's not a hope that we give to ourselves. It's a hope that God gives us. And that hope has a power to lift us up out of the abyss we find ourselves into a new and more radiant place hope. It gives one in despair a light in the darkness to hold on to and to realize that life is much bigger than my pain. That that pain may be hard for me to carry, but if I walk with it with God, then I can find a place to lay that burden. Faith. Once we begin to realize that God is more than words on a page, but a presence within, then we have within us this depth of faith that realizes and begins to trust that these wounds can be healed. That I can put one foot in front of the other and find a new place, a more secure place, a place of greater wholeness. And then love. There is such a tendency to fall into hatred. It is so easy to return the wounds that we have received by giving wounds back in return. But love tells us that it comes from God and that there's a power in love that can transform even that which may seem at first to be untransformable. And that when I walk with this power of love in my heart, then I just know that all will be well and that I am in return loved myself. You see, when a person begins to take 
God's word from the pages of the book into the presence of God himself, and then allows that presence to reach their ears and penetrate their very being. Then what then comes out of their mouth is not just what they heard repeated, but the wisdom of a life that is learned that God can heal wounds and God can take away pain. What comes are words that speak of an individual who is rooted and centered and focused and is able to put the sinfulness of life in check with the grace of life. And so as our Lord said to the deaf man in today's gospel, be opened, he says to us, be opened. Allow me to get into your pain, allow me to enter into your very self so that I can show you a way that is better, a way that is more whole, a path that will bring you to peace. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.